Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, exercise physiologist and donut lover, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, or for the last several weeks, we've been looking at the top 20 worldwide fitness trends for 2022 as published by the American College of Sports Medicine. And this week we're down to the number one fitness trend. And I'm going to spend a good bit of time on it because a lot of us already are using this fitness trend. Some of us aren't, but a lot of us are already using this fitness trend, but a lot of people are not using it to its full potential. So I'm going to give you a little bit of tips on how you can use it to its full potential. This week's fitness trend is wearable technology, which is just your smartwatch, the one that keeps up with how many steps you've got. They're good exercise trackers. And a lot of you are going, okay, so I've got one. I wear it. I, I check my steps every day. And that's all you use it for. These things, most of them, even the simple ones, have got all kinds of things built into them that you can use to keep up with your health and fitness. And a lot of the things that you can use to keep up with your health and fitness are very simple to use. They're, they're pretty much automatic. You just have to set it up and let it do the rest. First, if you don't already have a, a fitness tracker or some kind of wearable technology, they're wonderful things, in my opinion. Um, but you really need to choose the one that does the things that you need done. Some of them have amazing amounts of bells and whistles on them. Some of them really are much simpler. It just depends on how much you want to geek out over the uh, amount of data that you can get. Another thing you need to look at is, do you need it to be waterproof? Do you want it to be a smart uh, device that you can make phone calls for it? You can check Siri. You can do whatever. Um, do you need to know your heart information? What type of activities do you want it to do? I mean, these are all things to look at. And another big one that I'll be talking about later is what a lot of your friends have. Because a lot of these are compatible um, and make challenges. So you might want to know what your friends are using. So these are the things to look at before you actually go out and purchase a fitness tracker. And one other thing that is probably a big thing is how much they cost. So pick one that's in your price range. And like one thing that some people don't think about, the particular one that I use, it does no touchscreen. It's all buttons because I do a lot of swimming and it's waterproof, of course. And whenever you try to use a touchscreen with wet fingers, it doesn't work real well. So these are things to look for when you're purchasing your fitness tracker. But once you've got your fitness tracker, now what do you do? first thing you need to do is you need to go through the manual and set it up and set it up correctly. And if you don't know how to do this, get somebody to help you with it. It's not a real big deal. But when you go to set it up, you need to be honest. It's going to ask you your age. It's going to ask your height. It's going to ask your activity level. It's going to ask your weight. And, you know, you can lie to people about your weight and you can lie to the fitness tracker about your weight. But it's not going to give you accurate data if you don't tell it how old you are and how much you weigh. It's, it's pretty simple. Next thing you need to do is you need to download the app. You can get it on. Most of them have an app for your computer if you're not uh, smartphone literate. Um, they have the app for the smartphone. Set it up. Get it synced together. Once again, if you don't know how to do this, you can find a friend that will gladly help you set all this up. Now, some of you have no intentions of going and using the app and looking at all the, the data. But there's a reason you need the app, and I'll get into that in just a moment. Then once you've got the app set up, one of the things that most of them will allow you to do is set your goals. Just about every one of them comes preset with a goal of 10,000 steps a day. Now, uh, I know some of them, they adapt your goal 
based on what you did yesterday. It's like you did 6,000 steps yesterday. It gives you 6,500 today, um, which is really good, except for one of these days that you went somewhere and you walked and walked and walked and walked and walked and you had an insane number of steps. Well, the next day it's going to add a few steps to that. And chances are really good that you're not going to get that many steps. Some of them will allow you just to set a definite, this is how many steps I want to get, and and that's your goal. I do recommend that you update these once in a while. You know, if you've been knocking out 6,000 steps a day for a good while, up it to 6,500. And then after you've been getting that for a few days or for a few weeks, up it to 7,000. And, and you know, now there's a limit. To, you, know, you don't want to be at 35,000 steps a day and make it up to 37,000 steps a day. I mean, there's a limit to how much you really want to uh, do for your goals. But update your goals and keep keep them in mind. Now, when you're setting your goals, one thing you really ought to do is check with your insurance company. Uh, and I know that that's your health insurance company. I know that, that sounds kind of strange, but a lot of health insurance companies, I know that Humana and United Healthcare for the Medicare supplement plans, they both offer cash rewards for you hitting your fitness goals for the day. And like Humana's fitness goal is 500 steps a day, which is pretty low. And they give you, um, well, I say cash rewards, they're really not cash. You can get different gift cards. Um, United Healthcare does the same thing. And if you enter more of the data into your uh, fitness tracker, into the app, it will give you more credits and you get more gift cards. So they're just trying to pay you to be healthy so they don't have to pay for your doctor bill. But a lot of the other insurance companies, I even found one life insurance company that would give you a little bit off of your life insurance premiums if you are um, reaching your step goal or their step goal uh, for your fitness tracker. So this is something, you know, it takes a little bit of research, but it would definitely pay off. Um, you can get several hundred dollars from your insurance company just for doing the things that you were going to do anyway. If your fitness tracker is, if you got the app set up and you sync it with it, and it's really not a difficult process. Now, if you're trying to lose weight, um, you probably want to sync your uh, app with other apps and some of you are going I sync my app with other apps but like if you happen to be doing Weight Watchers or WWS it's called now you can sync your fitness tracker with your WW app and it will help you keep up with the calories in and calories out you can also do my fitness pal map my run noon there's a lot of different ones that you can sync to that the data from your fitness tracker will also augment the data from the other apps so it just depends on whatever you're using for fitness apps and lastly and this is the biggest one for me i think is they make great accountability tools now some of you you're so dedicated you're so focused that if it says you're supposed to get your eight thousand steps in a day you're going to get your 8,000 steps in a day because the watch told you to. Some of us are just a little more flighty, uh, scatterbrained, whatever you want to call it. We need someone to help us out. That's where the challenges come in. You can set your fitness tracker. You can find a friend and you can add them as a friend and it will tell them your steps for the day. And it will tell you their steps for the day if they share with you. So you can share a lot of your data and I'll use a personal example. Even if you're using different uh, different fitness trackers, uh, a friend of mine, I had said, well, I think I'm going to sign up for a half marathon this spring. And they said, which one are you thinking about? And I told them, 
And so the next time I saw him, he said, I signed up for that half marathon so I can run it with you. And I was like, wow. So that means I actually have to do this. I don't, I can't just talk about it. So to make sure that we're both doing our training runs, um, as we do a training run, we screenshot it and send to the other one so that it can keep up with our fitness track. It will track our fitness and it will also help hold us accountable. And it's also really fun if you happen to know that you're going to be doing some exercise, challenge somebody else and see if you can encourage them to do a little bit more exercise or to just like if you're just going to be at a place where you're going to do a lot of walking, um, send them a daily step challenge and see if they respond. You know, you might help one of your friends to be just a little healthier. And also, participate in little badge programs they give. They don't share that with anybody else. That's just something they tell you. But you get a badge. You know, you get done with a workout and you get the super strongman badge for having done your 20th um, resistance training workout in the past two months. Uh, it, it's kind of goofy whenever they give you these little badges. But anything like that gives you a little endorphin rush. It's like when you're in the second grade and you got a sticker on your paper. It gives you a little endorphin rush. And that makes your fitness journey just a little bit funner so that you will want to participate again. And you want to see, well, what's next? What's the next little badge I'm going to get? What's the next fitness challenge I'm going to get? Is my, my best friend, are they going to take more steps than I did today? Or am I going to get more steps than they did? Who worked out the hardest on this particular workout? And all of these little challenges will help to make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner. <laughs>